0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Friday, November 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Washington and Beijing are struggling to get a preliminary trade deal across the finish line. Lloyd Blankfein takes a shot at Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren. And Jeff Bezos is fighting back against a Trump administration's decision on a $10 billion military contract. Plus, I talk with the FT's Madu Mergia about why Google now says it plans to limit the access online advertisers have to personal user data. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Over the past year, the progress on a U.S.-China trade deal hasn't been much of a straight march ahead. It's been more like one step forward, two steps back. And now Washington and Beijing appear to be struggling as they try to close a phase one deal. The FT's World Trade Editor, James Politi, has more.
1: So the U.S. and China had aimed to reach a so-called mini-deal to sort of pause their trade war by this Sunday, which is when President Xi and President Trump were expected to meet in Chile for the APEC summit. That summit was canceled, but both sides had said that they wanted to keep negotiating along the same timeline. But in the meantime... Sort of getting the handshake agreement that had happened last month um, into sort of written text has proven much more difficult than originally thought. And there seems to be some disagreements between the U.S. and China over issues ranging from the nature of Chinese concessions on intellectual property to their exact commitments on agricultural purchases, to what kind of language uh, there will be on forced transfer of technology. And without sort of those firmer commitments on the Chinese side, the U.S. is reluctant to remove some tariffs on Chinese goods, uh, which the Chinese are insisting on. So we're still at a bit of a standoff. I think there's still hope that they can get this wrapped up um, It's looking more difficult and more complicated than it was certainly when President Trump hosted uh, Liu He, the Chinese vice premier in the Oval Office, in in, uh, mid-October. It is time for a wealth tax in America.
0: That's U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren in a campaign video released on Wednesday. If you haven't seen it, it's a minute long, and in it, Ms. Warren calls out big-name billionaires who are arguing against her proposal to tax 2% on assets above $50 million and 1% on assets above a billion dollars. Here's Omega Advisors founder Leon Cooperman.
1: The vilification of billionaires makes no sense to me. It's
0: bull. And TD Ameritrade founder Joe Ricketts. He would ruin what we have. And former Goldman Sachs chief executive Lloyd Blankfein. She probably thinks more of cataclysmic change to the economic system as opposed to tinkering. On Thursday, Mr. Blankfein said he was surprised by his cameo in the video. And he took a direct shot at Ms. Warren, tweeting, quote, vilification of people as a member of a group may be good for her campaign, not the country. Maybe tribalism is just in her DNA, end quote. This appeared to be a nod to the controversy over a claim Ms. Warren made last year. She released a DNA test showing she was a distant descendant of Native Americans. She apologized later at a Native American forum. Ms. Warren has gotten under Wall Street's skin recently, including J.P. Morgan Chase Chief Executive Jamie Diamond and Blackstone Chief Executive Stephen Schwartzman. When news came out that billionaire Michael Bloomberg was preparing to enter the race, the Warren campaign said it showed that the wealthy were, quote, scared. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is striking back against the Trump administration. It's over a $10 billion military cloud contract called JEDI that was awarded to rival Microsoft last month. Amazon is accusing the U.S. government of having shown, quote, unmistakable bias in its procurement process. And it escalates the personal animosity between Donald Trump and Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post. The president has attacked the Post over its reporting of his administration. Mr. Trump has also mocked the Amazon founder, calling him Jeff Bozo on Twitter. The company, which is the country's biggest cloud computing provider, said on Thursday it was lodging a legal case against the Jedi decision. It includes accusations that Donald Trump manipulated the process to harm Mr. Bezos. The Pentagon awarded the contract to Microsoft last month following several rounds of bidding, a legal challenge from one of the bidders, and last-minute intervention from the U.S. president. The Pentagon declined to comment on, quote, potential litigation. And here's a story worth noting. Earlier in the week, the FT published an investigation about health data privacy. Our reporting revealed that some of the UK's most popular health websites are sharing sensitive data with ad targeting giants. Then yesterday, one of the ad tech giants, Google, made an announcement. Starting in February, it will stop advertisers from viewing information that breaks down the content of an app or web page, and not just for health sites. I talked with Madhu Mergia, who reported this story.
2: So those who've been really involved with this uh, online advertising area feel that it is it is a you know, small but significant step towards trying to reduce the amount of what could be personal data that is really flowing through the system. The reason they've made this announcement is that it feels significant and it's global and it's coming at a time when they are being investigated at the same time, we know that there are many, many other sources for this type of data. For example, in our own investigation, we found that a lot of the sensitive data that was being passed through to third parties was also showing up in the URLs. And these are still going to be shared. And also, if you know, for example, the name of the app, like if it's a Bible app, for example, then it's pretty obvious what the app is about. So there are definitely ways around it. And, you know, these companies are still dropping cookies and tracking people around the internet. So they they can get this information without only depending on Google.
0: So Madhu, how do advertisers feel about this whole thing?
2: Yeah, so there's been different reactions from advertisers. So on one hand, people say that actually this is going to entrench Google's own position, because they're not going to stop collecting this type of sensitive data. And they're one of the most powerful players in this entire Ecosystem, So it's only other players who are dependent on Google who are going to suffer. And there are others who say that the commercial impact may not be massive, but they feel that really what Google is doing is protecting itself against regulatory pushback. So they feel that this is quite a self-serving move on the part of Google.
0: The timing of your article is absolutely incredible because in the story right below it on the homepage, as I'm reading this, um, there's a headline that says Apple launches research app and push together users' health data. And there's just, it seems like there's no major consensus on how health data is collected, which health data is collected. And the thing that strikes me the most is what data users are comfortable giving up and which ones they're not.
2: Yeah, I think um, the reason... I wanted to pick health as an area to look at is that it just, you know, it affects every single one of us. There's nobody who's beyond it or above it. And it's so personal and so intimate. You know, historically, before we started using the internet as a way to diagnose ourselves, it was a very private relationship between you and your doctor. And that's completely been turned on its head. And I think now people when they're searching symptoms and things like that you know even though they understand that they, their data is being used to fuel advertising they haven't really thought about what it means that all of this health data is now flowing through to commercial companies who can use that not just to target advertising at them but to possibly profile them in a discriminatory or a predatory way as especially the bigger companies now actually getting into the health business you, you mentioned Apple you know Google's got an entire health Division now. They're working with big insurers and hospitals in the US. They're working with the NHS here in the UK. So these companies are actually getting into this as a primary business. And so it's going to be really important how they gain user trust here, because health data is extremely precious and intimate and people don't share it easily. And I think there's a real lack of trust uh, between the public and tech companies at the moment. So it's going to be a tough move.
0: You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Amy Keen and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. We had help from Gavin Coleman and Michael Bruning.